Production. Recorded live. Wow, I remember remember that a little too well. Uh, so it's it's another year, and we're what about 12, 13, 14 weeks out from the Walter Gretzky Street Hockey Tournament. So it means it's time to have the VSQ Street Hockey League podcast. Um, I'm Mark. I'm the the captain of the Monroeville Zombies, and uh, with me this evening on this this talk, we got a uh, Steve also uh, from the Zombies. So Steve, hello. say hello. Yep. Hello. We got uh, we got Brian from the Zombies. What's going on, people? We got Brad from the Zombies, and he's not speaking. Um, and yeah, Brad's not even a zombie anymore. We're gonna trade his money. You can't fucking get an introduction like that and not say shit, Brad. What the hell? Oh, okay. I'm going to have to pick on you a little bit here, Brad. Uh, he, he, uh, so he wanted to join the group conversation so he could be a part of the call, but he doesn't have a mic. I just saw that. The man said, I don't have a mic. That's so, terrible. So it's kind of like, why, why did you join the call? Um, but anyway, oh, okay. He's going to listen intently. Um, we also have in the in the chat room. We also have Ralph, who is also a zombie, and then we got two Reapers. No, we don't. We got one Reaper and one Bulgarian. So the original three are all uh, are all represented here. We got Daryl from the Bulgarians, and we got Mike from the Reapers. And um, so that's the original three. So I'm just going to do like a quick, just basically. Last year we all played in the the 2009 Walter Gretzky Street Hockey Tournament. Um, as part of uh, Kevin Smith's basically a bunch of uh, street hockey teams he put together, he sponsored uh, for his BSQ Productions. And it was, it was three teams plus Kevin's team, so it was a total of four. But uh, the, uh, the three teams were the BSQ Bulgarians, the uh, Leonardo Reapers, and the um, – what's that other team? All right, the Monroeville Zombies. And then we, uh, <laughs> we also had uh, Kevin's team, Puck U. So – we all went to the tournament and we all played and we had a blast and uh, many of us are returning. A few of us aren't. Um, and going into the 2010 tournament, which is going to be in June, we, uh, we also have three expansion teams. We've got the, um, the fun employees, the uh, LA Mings named after uh, VSQ webmaster Ming Chen, who also plays for puck U. So I'm really hoping those teams play each other um, just so we can watch Ming throw the game. And uh, how great is the logo? Like, like, no, the Ming's not. logo is pretty ridiculous. I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the day the Ming site goes live. I mean, I know you can find it on Google now, but when the Ming site goes live, and you can really like get into the graphics, you know, it's it's worth it. And then the other team is the uh, the VSQ girls, or Vag for short. Oh yeah, I'm all about the Vag, sir. That's my lady. <laughs> all girls team rolling into a tournament that's filled with men and they, they're not scared one little bit, man, they're ready to go. They got the, uh, Warren, our buddy Warren, he designed, uh, their Jersey. I think Trev, Trevor had Trev, a lot yeah. to do that Trevor from the, the Reapers, but the, everybody's just been awesome, man. Cause like we threw up the, uh, well, I think we, uh, Mark threw up a, uh, a thread on the board and it was like, uh, do you want to play with the VSQ hockey? Cause you know, we had a lot of people last year that kind of got a little upset cause the teams got filled up so fast. Yeah. And uh, we had the opportunity this year to have an entire year to sort of plan the thing, and we found out it's never too early to start planning for this thing. And we've got a, we've got a ton of people going, man. We're looking to break a world record. Yep. For ball hockey, man, and that's that's crazy to me. It's it's amazing, and I hope we do it. I really do. 
Yeah, I think I think it's doable. It's um, I think the the only competition that that could occur is that when I was I was talking with Clayton. I mean, this was months ago uh, when I was still living in New Zealand, and Clayton um, Clayton informed me that there was like another ball hockey tournament that was that weekend as well. Uh, further, I guess north is it is it London? Uh, Steve, I don't know if you can chime in on this one because Steve, you're in Brantford. London, London's about an hour away from Brantford because that's where uh, Warren and Warren and Sean Stanley are at. Oh yeah, yeah. It's about forty-five minutes west of Brantford. Okay, it's yeah. Between Brantford and Windsor, and that's where the ball hockey tournament is. Forty-five minutes away. That's what I heard, and like that's supposed to be like the the big one, and like they just so happened to coincide on the same weekend. Uh, at least this, this is this was the the situation when I talked to Clayton months ago. It's probably not the situation now. But because um, I remember hearing like we're going to go for the record, and I was like, man, I really hope that other tournament's not going, or you know uh, that other tournament, you know, maybe the timing's just different. But um, I mean, I think it's doable. It'd be nice. I feel like people need to. I don't know. How do we spread the word more? You know what? I'm perplexed on that shit. I've done everything I know to do. Yeah, because I like I'm telling people I'm like like you don't understand dude like time of your life like changed yeah. my entire life. Not that I had a I'm not saying that I had a terrible life that I was all woe is me and everything before this tournament. Yeah. But I mean it was literally a life changing experience from the people I met from from different places. Uh, I would I wouldn't call myself cultured at all, but I mean I met all walks of life. And when you're confined to one area, you know you have sort of a a narrow view on how people are and then when you meet people from all over the 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 globe and uh, they're they're together for charity you know and just hanging out and and trying to help a a city and and for us that are that are kevin smith fans i mean it's it's no uh you can't hide the fact that that's the reason we went we met we went to see one of our heroes which is kevin smith but it turned out to be just an amazing experience. Plus, this year I'm gonna try not to have broken bones. <laughs> That'll be really nice. It, it, it's yeah, gonna be great. nice to actually have you playing. Um, though you were great on the bench, uh, helping with the line changes. Um, I really wish I'd have heard you when you were pointing out that uh, when we pulled the goalie, that we had also not put anyone extra out on the uh, the ice. Oh. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the puck you gave, but. I mean, you got to give you guys all the credit in the world, man, because we were down a uh, a player off the rip. Mike McLeod stepped up. He wasn't even, like, yeah. prepared to play, and he stepped up, and I was hurt, so there was another one down. And by the time we got to puck you, because we played them uh, third, and yeah. it was a billion fucking degrees outside, everybody was just, just ridiculously tired. And uh, toward the end of the game, man, you're you're hard. Like, come off and fucking the goalie hits the bench and nobody goes in. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny because the the, the entire uh, the entire uh, idea was, you know, I had just I forgot who. It's not that I didn't send someone out. I, I'm pretty sure I sent someone out for the goalie. The problem was what I didn't notice was I think it was uh, Mini Brian Maxwell. Oh, that's right. Paul came off. He came off. And I didn't notice him because he's so diminutive. 
The ghost jersey flying around the fucking place. Yeah. So apparently he he stepped off, and so like I'm like, no, I put someone out there because like that's when that's when it was stupid. Like I agree. Like someone should have just jumped over the bench, and I should have figured that out. Hell, I should have jumped over the bench. But instead, that like all of a sudden it became like the most retarded like debate to win on the bench. It was like, no, no, no. I I put someone out for the goalie. We're just not counting right. And uh, we were having a full-blown discussion of what went wrong while the clock was counting up. We had no goalie. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's like we were like, okay, fuck you the head. Here is the best power play in the history of man. We're going to send our goalie to the bench. <laughs> That's how confident we were with our shit. We were 0-2, <laughs> looking to go 0-3, and, and we were like, we're down one, and we will pull our goalie. That's how fucking confident we were. We were down two. <laughs> were we down two? Fuck. Extra confidence. No, I mean you can't. What, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're still going to lose, right? So it, it it was like the idea was, and I had said earlier, um, earlier before the tournament even started, that I was if I was in a situation like that, where if we were down even one goal, I was going to consider pulling the goalie. And during the uh, the Bulgarians game, the the zombies Bulgarians game, we were down by one, and uh, we got in that situation, and um, it's. I forget. I forget if that was the game where the ref was like not helpful at all. Like we were screaming to try and figure out how much time was left, because I wanted to know how much time was left so I could figure out whether or not to pull the goalie. And and you know the ref was just like I don't know. And then like the time person was like, oh, you know, you've got this much time. But at that point, like the the the, the feeling had moved on. And I think someone also on the bench might have might have shaken their head no at me on that one. And I was like. Oh. But then thinking about it after the fact, I was like, you know, if I'm in that situation again, I'm definitely pulling the goalie. And uh, against Puck U, I was like, you know, anything can happen. Shoot from anywhere. You know, we've been watching goals get get in on, you know, random bounces the entire tournament. So who knows what's going on. We, we watched the game for the Reapers' first game where the guys didn't even play with a goaltender. Yeah. And one by like and four. Yeah. So it's like anything can happen. So I, that was the idea behind it. And, I'm I'm hoping that it's 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 like that, you know, that, that people just kind of, you know, throw caution to the wind, balls to the wall, it, and just really kind of, you know, have fun with it to that extent. You know what I mean? Where where you do something that you know maybe it doesn't make the, the most logical practical sense as far as, gamesmanship goes, but it sure yeah, is so exciting. That was like last year when uh, McCutcheon took the penalty shot in his full goalie gear. Yeah, that was so awesome. <laughs> Just out having fun, right? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was like the most amazing moment of the entire weekend because that shit was out of nowhere, and it was documented well on video. Yeah. Well, and not the, not the only thing that not, – not the fact that Jim Jim McCutcheon were talking about goalie for the, the Muscogee Bulgarians. Not so much that he took the shot. Like, that That to me wasn't impressive. What was impressive is the way he booked it back to the goal. <laughs> that motherfucker ran faster than anybody on the entire Bulgarians team did that game. Like, that was amazing how fast he got back. Yeah, no, he just he just took off, and I was just like that. That to me was the uh, the coolest moment of uh, of that because yeah, like him taking taking the penalty shot. I was like, that's cool. I really like that. But when he booked it after that, I was like, oh my god. And I kept I kept like sitting there going like, if just one person on Puck U, just one person had been like, I'm going to chuck the ball down there. Like I just wanted to see the race happen. You know, like I wanted to see him have to like 
dive in front of the ball. Yeah, they were, they, they were. They were. Bucky was pretty tired at that point too. Yeah. They kind of stood around for ten, fifteen seconds. I think they maybe they could have got it in, but I mean, who knows? They were probably just like, well, we do play the zombies next. And they just got <laughs> handled by that girl with the ponytail from just the tip. She was stick lifting and knocking folks left and right, so we're not too worried about the zombies. I mean, not to not to make this too much recap fest for for the people, but I mean, it is fun to talk about, particularly all the different ways in which we found to lose. <laughs> <laughs> memories, like, memories, memories. Yeah, no, it's it's like uh, what, what's the the quote from basketball? You know, it was a team effort. It took all of us working together to lose that one. <laughs> no doubt. You know, and it's like I remember that. That just the tip game. I remember watching just the tip because they were going. They played back to back. So I remember us leaving the Bulgarian puck U game and like walking like a tribe to go scout the next team. And we're sitting there watching them and we're and we're like, oh, they're not very good. You know, just the tip. Like all you gotta do is throw the uh, throw the, the the puck at the the goaltender and, and he's still he's got issues. You know, like seemed like everything that was getting shot on him, he was rebounding. And it's like all you had to do was have one person shoot it. And have the other person just try and clean it up. And uh, we, Steve, I know Steve, I, he was off by like inches on three or four different. Games. I was off by inches like three or four times. Like I moved up to Ford for that game, and it was it was yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was the sort of thing where I don't know, I don't, I don't, I personally didn't like pull back or anything since we were playing uh, women or anything like that. But they beat the shit out of me. Like there was this one. Yeah, they were they were badass, dude. Oh, they were. I mean, they were lifting, throwing elbows. Like you get in the corner and they'd be like slashing your ankles. I mean, like I was sitting there, and and the funny thing was, is before before that game even started, you know, uh, I was talking with them, and they were just that team is just so beaten. They're so tired, and they're like, hey, they're like, you know, are you, you know, how about we we just you know we play this game slower? And I'm like, okay. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, okay, slow for them is going to be normal speed for us. You know, maybe we might even get them because we're not as tired. And, uh, and so, yeah, they outran the shit out of us. Yeah, and then but I mean, yeah, you know, that was our job. I, we we went into the weekend and we had a pre pre weekend meeting and we were like, all right, zombies, it's not about winning. Let's just make the other teams who haven't won a game feel good about themselves. <laughs> and that's what we did with just the tip and puck you. So. Well, that was the thing. Like going into the fuck you game, it was a certain thing. It's like one thing's going to happen at the end of this. Uh, one of us is going to be zero three. Yeah, we were cocky as shit before the just the tip game, and then when we lost that one, we're like, oh fuck. Uh, and then we're like, I wonder if 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 Smitty's going to play. Smitty's Kevin Smith. Y'all know. I said, wonder if he's going to play. What if what if they've got a backup goalie and he's even better than Smitty? <laughs> Kevin gives this long, long fucking speech. He's like, I'm almost dead. My legs don't work. I can't see. And then the motherfucker goes to standing on his head the entire game. Fucking blocking every single... I mean, we had some good shots. We did have some good shots. That motherfucker was insane in that game. Yeah, I don't don't know what happened. Like, I feel like we got worse as each game went on. And like Puck, you got better as each game went on because uh, it was. Well, Puck, you got better players as each game. <laughs> My favorite moment about that was just uh, we're in the middle of the the game, the Zombies Puck, you game. When all of a sudden I realized that Warren was on their team too, and I hadn't noticed. Like I knew that they had uh, Timmy, and I knew that they had uh, Wilson, but for whatever reason, Warren had completely snuck by. 
And he's a big guy to sneak by. You know? Yeah. No doubt. But I just remember looking up and being like, you too? What the hell? But, you know, we had mini Brian, so. And he did score a goal. And he did he score. The 2009 record law. Of yeah. Brian Maxwell scored a goal against Puck U. The only goal. Yeah, we were, we were only cocky because we played such a good game against the, the Bulgarian. The very first game, uh, Zombies-Bulgarians, I thought was a great game, period. And and so we were cocky because I didn't think we I didn't think we thought we were going to see anyone who was going to play as hard as they did in that first game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a really hard fought game. I I mean I love the tournament. Hopefully they're going to do something uh, better about it this year. Expecting so many t- those tennis courts were fucking terrible for that ball. On our end, it had like a dip mm. behind the goal. And a big ass electric pole. So there's an electric pole, and it went from asphalt to like dirt, and there was like a three inch drop off. So the ball would get stuck. So they could dump it in, and then it would take us thirty to forty five seconds to dig the fucking ball out. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what it looked like on the other end because I didn't walk down there because my leg was fucked up. It could have been just as bad on the other end, but it was a, it was a well well played game, and we came up just short. But you know, for losing three games, man, we didn't walk out of there with our heads down we were we felt pretty good and then uh uh then we went to the live smod cast yep that was awesome and and that kind of what was great about the live smod cast was when kevin started recapping that final game and we realized the, the entire smod cast was going to be about our loss uh, <laughs> we, we yeah we locked eyes it was it was so fucking because he's talking and he's like and we played in the tournament and i mean it was like Smitty turned into a 14-year-old that just scored an action comic number one. And we won! We won! And me and Mark, we just locked eyes and just kind of like, God damn it. From talking to other people, I've heard that it was a simultaneous zombie head drop. Like, anyone (laughs) around a zombie watched The whole damn place saw that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all wearing our jerseys. They saw the disdain from the back of our head. It was messed up, man. It was good times, though, because, you know, why, look, just seeing the smile on his face, uh, being being so excited about winning a game, I'll take it. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, though. Don't want to lose every game this year. No, I'd like to win. <laughs> yeah. At least one. We lose every game this year. I'm probably going to have a different attitude about <laughs> we lose it. I'm going to be a little sad. I think, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, it would it would depend on how we lost. Like, I would be I would be bummed uh, if if we lost every game, but – like, if we were losing games because, like, all of a sudden a crack opened up in front of Ralph and he fell in a hole, you know, and then the other team scored, something like that, I'd just be like, zombies are snake bit, you know? Oh, you haven't you haven't got to see Ralph play yet, have you? No, I haven't. Like, like Oh, uh, yeah, boy, we got a good one. I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to get all, like, shit-talking and everything because the Bulgarians are the champions. Yeah. You got to give it to them. And the Reapers, they got a new captain. Uh, Frank is the new captain, and he's going to be awesome because he can fucking run for some odd reason. I don't get it. Got a beer gut the size of fucking Mount Rushmore and can just run all day every day. It's called inertia. Uh, all you got to do is get it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily true because we were playing. But Ralph, Ralph, Ralph is good, man. Uh, I met him up in Jersey when we played a couple games in Jersey. uh I did all the recruiting, got Ralph to the zombie, so I'm kind of proud of that. Um, 
But uh, you talking about getting it moving, uh, I'd got thrown off Puck U for the uh, the jersey the jersey games. There was too many people, and I was like, go to the other side. And I was like, whatever, I ain't playing that much anyway. And fucking Mike McCutcheon was like, get out there and play forward. You're going to score a goal. And I was like, this is a bad idea. But I ran out there, and I mean, dude, I was chugging it. And this was when I still smoked cigarettes and everything. And, I mean, I'm running, dude. And somebody just poke checks the ball away from me, and the ball's going faster than I am the other way. So I chase that motherfucker down the other way, and then it gets hit the other way. So I'm like, fuck, I turn around, and I go to run. I took three steps, and, I mean, from the waist down, I couldn't even feel nothing. <laughs> Legs just disappeared, and I crashed to the motherfucking ground. It was fucked up. People from the other team ran over. Brian, Brian, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, fuck, I'm fine, dude. I tried to stand up, fell down again. So now at this point, I'm like, oh, my God, there's cameras and women. My fucking wife and children are here because I brought them up with me for them games. So I start scooting backwards off the rink on my ass <laughs> and it was the i mean it was seriously dude it was the worst hockey moment in the history of hockey moments dude i utterly failed my team but my leg dude the, it was it was going the upper half kept going the bottom half just didn't have nothing left so i'm gonna work on getting in some better shape this year but i'm gonna take it slow i'm gonna take it slow this year i want to say i've never had that happen to me but i'd be lying um during uh during a foot race between me and my my now wife uh we, uh, I, I always wanted to name uh, the firstborn child Nimrod, and uh, <laughs> she wasn't having it for some odd reason. Didn't want to have a Nimrod, Nimrod Bell. Uh, so we decided the way we were going to solve the problem was we were going to have a foot race on uh, on our anniversary. So our anniversary is New Year's. So we said we have a foot race, and we're in New Zealand, and um, we're going to run down her, her, the street her friend lives on get to the uh, the end of the street, turn into her friend's driveway, and tag her friend's house, and whoever does that first wins. So we were all set to race, uh, all ready to go, and uh, we take off. And I, you know, I've got about a foot in height on Pauline, so I'm past her, and I'm, and I'm doing good. I'm running as fast as I've ever run in my life, which is slow for any other human. But, uh, you know, like, I'm winning. And then I hear her, like, kind of make you know, sounds of pain. And so like, I think she's hurt. So I, I eased up. And when I eased up, she went past me because she never stopped running. And, um, the tortoise in the hair, son. Yeah. 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 She never stopped running. So now I'm at that point, like uh, fat men can, can agree with me in the sense that once you get up to a certain speed, you can kind of maintain that speed as long as you don't drop it off. As soon as you drop it off, you can't get back to it. Because you used everything you had to get there. Like like during the during the, the Brantford tournament, I had one sprint in me and I used it in the Puck U game. Like and that that was it. I didn't have that I remember that too, dude. I was so proud of you. It's like it's like I, there was one opportunity in that game where it was like all I gotta do, like I just saw no one else in front of the net and I was at mid court and I'm like I think Brad had the uh, the ball down the side and I was like, All I gotta do is run as hard as I can to the middle and if you can get the puck to me, I'm gonna have an opportunity. So that's what I did, and that was the last time I did that. <laughs> but uh, but so we're racing, and uh, she's winning, and so I see the point that the, the only way I'm going to win is to cut the turn, because for whatever reason she's making a turn like a 90 degree angle, like she's going to run to the driveway and then turn left, and I'm like I can start the turn now, cut across you know the grass and head right into the side of the driveway, and I, I can make up the time. 
So you could call it cheating. I, you know, I considered it was just like strategy. So I start making that turn. And as soon as I get up uh, on the curb, my legs, just like what happened to you, Brian, they just went out from under me. I didn't trip. My legs just, I didn't, nothing was there. And I just did the fat man tumble roll where my legs just went out and I just like, to the ground. And, uh, and she stopped and she went to help me up, but then her friend told her to go touch the house. So she did. She left me there. Oh, uh, you got screwed by the friend. Yeah, no, the friend was like, go, go, finish, finish. And I was like, oh, come on. So uh, she went and touched the house. And, um, and so, yeah, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, that's happened to me. I'm hoping it never happens again. Uh, what we did learn at that race, and while I will not have a child named Nimrod, um, we did learn that Pauline uh, tore both her hamstrings during that race and, uh, and, and won. Like, she fought through that pain to win that race. So, you know what? She deserves it because, uh, like, yeah, no, she, Brad, she was, like, complete. Like, I pulled up because I saw her kind of limping on the one leg, and apparently she did both, and she was in rehab for a couple months after that. And we both that decided is a never to run again. That is to that story. <laughs> but it's the truth. That's what happened. Um, you know, I fell down, and she tore her hamstring. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerful. She really hated the name Nimrod then, eh? Exactly right. And uh, my grandmother... When the baby's born, they're going to be like, oh, what's, the, what's your baby named? Not Nimrod. Look at the hamstrings. <laughs> exactly. My, uh, my grandmother wanted me to point out that uh, basically she feels like God tripped me. Because, like, no human should ever, you know, be named Nimrod. But obviously... Okay, so... We're gonna digress a little bit here. What do you when you hear Nimrod? What do you think of like what comes to mind? Dumbass. Okay, now I'm gonna tell you why you think that, and you can tell me whether I'm wrong. But uh, the reason you think that is because of the Bugs Bunny cartoons, correct? Of course. Okay. Now Nimrod means hunter. That's the original definition of Nimrod. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. So Nimrod means hunter. Bugs Bunny called Elmer Fudd a Nimrod. Elmer Fudd is a hunter. So, so, but the problem was because the most people did not know what this word meant. Um, yeah, do you really want to be explaining that shit to everybody you meet? <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, oh, whoa, lady. Oh, you back the fuck up because hunter is the meaning of Nimrod. Hunter. He hunts. Hunt. He will hunt you in your sleep if you make fun of his name. Well, no, and that's why the middle name's going to be Nimroticus. <laughs> also terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not feeling any of this right now with the Nimroticus. Well, you know, you've you've named your children better names, so I understand I'm with, that. I'm with Pauline on this one, man. I, you know, I've been told I should never name anything. I mean, I named the dog Mayhem. And that's a good name for a dog. Okay, maybe I should just name animals. Unless it's a layabout dog kind of is just lazy. it's very tiny lays about and it's just kind of very snorry snores a lot maybe it's not a good name yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna disrupt um i'm gonna disrupt zombie cast a little bit here and see if i can invite the reaper mike in right on well i'm gonna take three seconds to say that the whole world should shut the fuck up about the canadian women drinking beer and smoking cigars on the ice. The building was fucking empty. They won a gold medal on their home soil. Shut the fuck up. 
There's I got, I got no problem with celebrating it. Celebrating a gold medal. There was nobody in the fucking building. They were. Hello? Hey, Mike's on. No, I agree with you, Brian. I don't really care. Mike, Mike, go for Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, so so Mike, as the you're a non-zombie, so we're we're kind of throwing off the convention of this entire podcast right now. That's some Reaper input right there. <laughs> I was just gonna typical Reaper. I was just hey, gonna say mute. No, no, I'm just trying to uh, figure this thing out because I'm hearing a lot of echo. That's probably true because you're probably getting um, you're probably hearing stuff from the chat room and you're probably hearing stuff through the Skype. So if you're on Skype, just listen through the uh, the the what do you call it? Whatever your your headset is for that. Yeah, I just I just closed out of the talk show, so I should yeah, work that should be. Yeah, is it better? Yeah. Okay. Cool. The poor talk shoe room. It's it, it's just Ralph, Ralph and Daryl. Right. The stinky shoe. Yes. It worked. You know uh, what's uh, what's his name? Travis tried to convince me to go blog talk radio today, and I swear to God, there there's a there's like an hour Skype back and forth between me and Travis where I'm like, tell me about blog talk radio. You know, can you do this? How about this? Can you do this? And he was he was uh, very informative and helpful. And then I was like, "Thank you for all of that. I'm going to go talk to you." <laughs> so I feel like I I, I have you didn't like it. Did you even look at it? <laughs> well, the thing the thing the thing with the talk show is um, all of it's free. Like you can do a lot of stuff with Blog Talk Radio, but they have like tiers that you can work with. So like you have to pay for certain things and and not others and. I'm not saying I would ever use the things you have to pay for, but I have used them in the past for talk show and like editing the podcast. Like if you have to pull a podcast down for whatever reason, right, uh, right. You know, it's like I wanted to be able to do that without paying for it, so I went with talk show and and hopefully, you know, we're we're getting the kinks out with this one. I mean, every every single time we do this podcast, it's going to start a half hour late, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast. But uh, all right, all right, Reaper Mike. What do you, what do you have to say about your uh, your 2009 uh, Brantford experience since we're since we're kind of having a, a reminiscing since it's you know it's been a year and I like uh, talking about these things because I'm I'm so behind on it. All right, I mean as you guys probably saw, I didn't have the best experience, but you know it it, it worked itself out when you know we hit the Jersey trips and the LA trip. Yeah, I really enjoyed those more so actually than the Brantford trip. Yeah. That's true. I, you know, I, I kind of forget about that because, I mean, I know the Bulgarians had a good time because they won. Right, um, right. And I know, I know my team had a good time just because we were psychotic like that. Um, and But I know that, that your team was – it didn't look like you guys were having the best time on while playing. Uh, I, I think you guys had fun not playing, though. Oh, sure, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time outside of the, the the game experience. Right, and you know what? At the end of the day, Mike, you have to you have to just stop and remember. At least you weren't Dan. Oh right, right. <laughs> yeah, the, the Reapers were pretty much a dictatorship last year, but that's cool now. Now yeah, it's a Frank dictatorship. You know, and Frank's great. I mean, he, he's he's the perfect guy uh, to take over the captainship. Yeah. So and, you know. Has he done anything as far as like? Uh, have you guys had any like team talks, or it's like getting ready for 
the season or anything like that? I mean, I know you guys picked a captain, so obviously you're all uh, talking. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we're not exactly getting, like, diagrams this year like we did last year, but, right. you know, yeah. I mean, the great, the great thing about it, as I was thinking about it earlier today, is the majority of us, short of Dan and Matt, have all played at one time or another during these, you know, these trips that we've had. Right. So, and I know uh, you mentioned uh, Gavin and uh, Trevor and um, actually Alan, our new defenseman. Yeah. They've been they've been practicing it up, you know, when you know when there's not five feet of snow on the ground. Right. So, and those guys, I mean, they're they've improved leaps and bounds over Brantford last year. It's amazing to see the uh, the difference. The, the level Gavin alone, difference. I know, is insane. Like, yeah, yeah I, went, I went back and watched some old video of Gavin, and basically it was just a cat holding a stick running in a giant circle and sometimes right. into people. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, when I think of Gavin and last year, I just remember, like, someone colliding with someone else. Like, it was just Gavin was just running people down. Don't expect to see that same level of hockey from Gavin. Yeah. I mean, the difference, he really has improved. Yeah. The difference between the practice Friday morning and what we last saw in L.A., I mean, even with the penalty he talked, it's leaps and bounds. I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing to see the progression there. So basically what we're coming down to is that the one who's going to be leagues behind everybody else is me. Like, cause I'm the one who like, yeah, I haven't done, had an opportunity to play at all. Like, well, you know, hopefully I can kill we'll next box, but hopefully we'll get a game before Brantford. I mean, who knows with all the crazy shit that goes on with, uh, being a Hollywood film director, but hopefully we'll get a chance to have at least one more get together before Brantford, and that way everybody can sort of iron out all the all the details with each other of every, how everything's going down and whatnot. Uh, well, you know, you were saying it earlier, Mark. I mean, your proximity to all those guys and Daryl and you know a bunch of the guys in Philly and stuff. I, I could easily see something getting together there, and you guys just you know having a time of it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about something like that because I know that the. Uh, and Ralph, I'm I'm assuming you're not a Flyers fan because you're you're Central Jersey. But uh, I mean, I know that we have right where I am is a what do you call it the the Flyers skate zone, which is where the, the team practices. But I know they also do street hockey here and they have a full street hockey rink in addition to um, a regular ice rink. So I was thinking about seeing like kind of what it was like in Brantford, like how much it would cost to like rent it out and for a weekend or something and. And kind of just try and get like just something going on down here. Not that I don't mind the uh, the northern going north, but just if you know if it happens sooner that way, or we could just do it in Nashville. I mean, whatever's easiest for y'all. Yeah, yeah, right. How yeah, far? Rochester. Yeah, I don't mind traveling. It actually takes me. It's it's a it's two hours a longer of a drive because I'm not I'm done with flying. Yeah, like I'm so fucking done with flying, dude. I could give a shit. And like, if you have to fly to get there, I ain't going. Fuck that. And yeah. it's two hours. It's two hours shorter to drive to Brantford than it is to New Jersey. Really? Yeah, that was. I, I was like, that's crazy. That's mind blowing. Because I almost, I almost, I was gonna. If we just stayed. Yeah. If Ralph says everybody get on a treadmill, that will help. It's like that's true. I will be doing that actually. Stop it, Ralph. Stop it. No, no, he's got a point. He's got a point. It's like... I'm not listening to his shit. He give me shit all the time. He was talking shit to me in L.A. We was walking around, and we run into Ralph. 
<laughs> talking. I can't understand nothing you say. Your accent is terrible. Stop talking. <laughs> He's a good goalie, though, so I put up with his shit. <laughs> that was good. I was gonna say that's that's basically what it's gonna come down to. It's like because you were the one when uh when I when basically the conversation was like, has anyone heard from our goaltender? And uh, the answer was repeatedly no. No. How about now? No. How about now? No. How about now? No. It was just and finally you were like, you know, there's a guy that plays goalie with us in the when we play in Jersey, and you know maybe he wants to play. It's like all right. Okay. Yeah, I was I was all about and nothing against Ray or anything. It's just that I haven't we haven't heard from him. No. You know what I mean? And I mean Ralph is good enough where if somebody else like if, if Jim McCutcheon who has the most he's got the most wicked fucking slap shot in the entire league. Hands yeah. down, it's scary. Like cause you hadn't seen it because he was in goal the whole time. But I mean yeah. it, that shit is crazy. It makes like this crazy noise and everything. Like if he would have jumped out of the goal yeah, and Ralph would have jumped in for him, I'd have been fucking sick. Oh, yeah? So I was all about – but, I mean, if you remember last year when we had a dropout, I was all about – I was trying to sign Ryan, uh, which is Torch on the board. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to sign that motherfucker before I even talked to anybody. Yeah. I convinced Tim, who was the commissioner at the time, to give me the okay before you or any of the other captains could even – I was like, just say it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, let's get this shit done. I want people to know I play motherfucking hockey. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was funny. That experience really worked out for for Ryan. I hope he feels that way. It definitely worked out for me. I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you've got a you've got a podcast partner, and and you're the you're the podcast vet at this stage. Like we were doing pretty good last year, but uh, isn't that crazy? How I was, just, I mean, it's so it's just stupid to me how different it is over the last year because I've never been, I've always been. Uh, talkative in a small group of like family and whatnot, but like I've never been a performer per se. But like a year later, fuck it, dude. I'll take my shirt off and get up in front of a room full of people if they'll laugh at me. I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Anything to make people smile. And then you, you kind of do stuff and people are like, hey, I dig that. And then you get a little bit cocky about it and got to pull yourself back. But I mean, <laughs> but it's, it, it really is it's fun, man. I met, he's like, Ryan is fucking, I met him. Through this through this little hockey joint, and that's like my hetero life partner now, man. <laughs> it's, it's I know God about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And I've seen I, I've seen it on those trips, man. You guys are just yeah yeah. If you didn't have Tabby, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, Ryan was looking good. Ryan, he was looking good. I saw him at Sundance. And I was like, wow, you you clean up nice. What was that, Ryan? Speaking of Sundance, I mentioned it on the I mentioned it on, on my other cast. Fucking Mark Bell, captain of the Monroeville Zombies, owner of Film Threat. Yes. Filmthreat.com, people. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna be uh pimping the uh, the tournament as we get closer. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind throwing down a, a challenge to other movie sites to get them to get a couple teams out too, just to see if we can get a couple more teams out of them. But uh, generally, what happens when you talk about film geekery is film geek and sports geek don't go hand in hand very often. So uh, it's it's going to be tricky to get those people out. But I want to I want to get them out. You know, I have noticed that because I've got hardcore sports friends and I've got 
hardcore like Star Wars, Star Trek for it. But you never really find anybody that digs football and Star Wars. We're no, a rare, we're a rare breed, brother. We are, we are. The crossover is really strange. It's also something like uh, when I first started hanging out with a, uh, you know, with Chris Gore, even before I started um, working for Film Threat, you know, years and years ago. Uh, one of the things that we liked about each other is that um, he's a huge sports nut, and I am too. And he's from Detroit, so he's just big in Detroit sports, and I'm big on Philly stuff. And um, we were like, you know, we don't have to actually talk about movies if we don't want to. We can actually talk about the NHL or uh, the NFL or stuff like that. So, like, there was just more conversation, and uh, and it helped that he had, you know, the, the NFL season ticket. So <laughs> that was always fun. But it's the sort of thing, like, we, we both agreed, like, it is rare. It's, I don't know why. Um, and maybe it has something to do with, like, kind of the stereotypical, you know, if you're a movie geek, then maybe, you know, the geek persona applies, and maybe it's the whole thing, like, in high school and getting beat up by the jocks and the whole stereotypes and all that bullshit. Um, I don't know. I think it's just, it's, it's not, we're just obsessive. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I thought. They're obsessive. Sports people are obsessive. And, yeah. like, my, my dad was real into sports. So that's where I got that from. Yeah. And then all my friends in high school, you know, they were all into fucking uh, like the online shit, like the old BBS boards with the, oh, yeah. the text games, Legends of the Red Dragon. So I got into that shit pretty early too. Yeah. But I'm, that's, you know, that's just who I am. You know, from living in in the ghettos of Memphis to living in the redneck section of of Tennessee. I mean. Like I said, I'm not cultured. I'm just more of of a of a hybrid to certain right. certain things. So, I, but I understand what you mean because my sports buddies do not want to talk about movies. Right. My movie buddies do not want to talk about sports. Yeah, which it was just a shame because, like you said, it is it is obsessive. But I think that there's well, it's fandom in general. Fandom in general is a is the same across whether it's music, movies, sports, whatever. It's, it's all the same. So it's it's kind of what I like, you know, about like, because it was pointed out like the entire Walter Gretzky tournament uh, and and Kevin's involvement kind of allowed for like the first Kevin related um, event where you know people were active. You know, it wasn't just you know basically just watching Kevin perform. It was like you know people actually got to get involved. Um, but what I kind of it's the sort of thing when we first started talking about it and populating teams with people from the board, you know, you always hear the horror stories. Uh, there's always one or two people from the board that wind up not being from the board much longer, you know. Um, I've been yeah, going I've, to the I've, board. I've learned the, the inners and outers of that some bitch. Yeah, no. Last year or so. All I would all I would say is, uh, and and this is just from, and this is going to be kind of contradictory when it comes out when I say it, but what, what I've learned, you know, just from like. 13 years going to that board is that as soon as you start having conversations where you're like, Oh, I know how this works and I know how that works and blah, blah, blah. And this is how it's going to be. And this and that that's generally right before you fuck up <laughs> because it's like whenever I've had conversations with people like that and they try to tell me how the board is and you know, how the people behave and what this group means and what this group means, whenever someone starts coming at me with authority, I'm always like, Something's yeah. gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen. Like it just it never fails. And like I said, just having said that, sounds like I'm coming from that place. And I'm hoping to God I'm not. But uh, no, I don't think so. I've learned that, like, because I mean, you're gonna have people that uh, that want to argue. And early on, when I when I first got on on the board, um, there was no hockey right. threat, which we've got our own little corner of the 
of the internet thanks to Kevin Smith. I mean, he pays the bills. So, yeah. And you, I say that because you get so many people bitching yeah. about this, that, and the other. And it's like, dude, man, it's fucking, it's a place for you to go and let you, go of all your cares. And I mean, you don't have the, to go there either. You know, which is also good. But I mean, you know, it's, 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 I got a lot of friends and, 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 and family stuff. And, and I used to, when someone would take a shot at them, like, I would go after him. I'd be like, hey, I know that dude, and you're fucking wrong, and you back the fuck off. But now I've just learned to not say nothing, because if you don't say nothing to those people, they'll fucking go away. Yeah. They're looking for attention. Yeah. No, but it's it's the sort of thing, like, knowing knowing that there, I was always a little hesitant when it was like, okay, now we're going to populate teams with complete strangers, um, and then we're going to go and, you know, play sports with these complete strangers in an environment none of us are familiar with. You know what I mean? Like everything everything about the tournament, the only thing about it that made it work in theory was that we were all fans of Kevin and we were all fans of hockey and playing hockey. Like those are the only two things that in theory you could say, well, this could work out. But like everything else was just like, yee, I don't know. But That's another reason I'm so excited for this year was because yeah. last year I was scared as fuck to be around you people. I didn't yeah. know y'all. Well, the thing, like, I, like, uh, I think, I think, uh, Zeeb, who plays, uh, for, um, for the Bulgarians said something similar once. It's, uh, you know, we've, is uh, speaking for he and I, like, we've been around a while, but that doesn't mean we've, we've had a lot of interaction with people on the board outside of the board. Like, I have a, a couple friends that just has kind of happened organically in that way, just, you know, Living in LA, you just can't help but run into other people from the board. But um, yeah, for the most part, as far as events, like you know, we're always kind of sticking with ourselves. And now it's it's an entirely different situation. Like now, if I go to an event, I guess the group's bigger. But then again, the group wouldn't have been bigger if you know all of us hadn't uh, taken that you know that chance of uh, you know playing in the first place. Yeah, hey, no doubt, man. I'm so I I was so close to not going. I really oh, yeah? was. Well, yeah, yeah you had I mean, the injury, and so because yeah, and and it really it was just like uh, it was that I didn't want to let you guys down. Um, I was gonna be staying in the room with a, another guy, which turns out like one of my best friends in the world is a cat. Yeah, that I stayed in that room with, and the only time I've ever met him was that weekend. But we talk all yeah. the time now, you know. What I mean, we chatted up. Just good people, man. And I didn't, which I'm sure the the bigger it gets, and this is nothing against anybody on the on the the new teams. Uh, you could just look at it like I felt the same way about uh, all three of the original teams last year. Um, you've just got to think the bigger it gets, we're gonna run into somebody that's just nuts, or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I and that's that's one of the things like when we were um when we started doing the draft, uh, before we did the draft itself, when, when we created the, uh, the player interest thread, the idea behind that was, and the reason we created it early was, I kind of figured we were going to get a lot of people who were going to be interested, but when it came time to pull the trigger on actually playing, that group was going to be maybe two or three teams, maybe. Right, right. And I remember, I mean, this is... Um, it's not like I was hoping for less players or anything like that, but I remember sitting there watching as the process went, and Gavin and um, and Trevor were really helpful towards you know confirming everybody because I was ridiculously busy at that point. 
But um, they were sitting there, you know, helping confirm the players for the draft, and um, just sitting there and watch that number change, you know, and just like sitting there going, like, hmm, if we get this number, then we'll have exactly two teams. And it's like, and I really want exactly two teams because we came up with, uh, you know, the Mings and we came up with the Fumployees. And I was like, ah, if we go one more team, it's like, oh, we're going to have to come up with something else. And what if we just barely need one more team? Like, does that mean we cut the first two down to like seven players and everybody had seven players? You know, like, how do you do it? And so like, but I kind of figured the group was going to, was going to pare down in that regard. And, and it did in a good way. But I think the people who came through in the draft, just like last year, the people who came through, um, 99% of them were going to be good. And I don't mean good as in, like, uh, good players. I mean good as in, like, people right, who are going to be there. I, I, told, I totally agree with you. I think the way that you handled the process um, sort of weeded out uh, a lot. Because it's real easy to say, hey, man, I want to do this. Because yeah. you're a big fan of, of Kevin Smith. But then when it gets crunch time and you need passports and gas money and plane yeah. tickets and hockey sticks and hotel rooms, that shit adds up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they actually make that commitment. Yeah. Yeah. If you throw a number at somebody like, all right, man, and you're in, you're on a team, we need 40 bucks from you, you'll find out whether they're going to be there or not. <laughs> well, and sometimes uh, you don't find that out until you get there. Because you pay the 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, was, a whole, that's a whole other deadbeat discussion that we don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. have. <laughs> I'm going to step away from the, from the mic for a second, but uh, just, to, just to start you guys off. Um, and Brian and Mike and, and Steve, you guys can chime in. What advice would you give to the, the players coming in for the, the expansion teams? Oh, boy. I mean, there, there, there's so much that you can work on as far as, like, you know, you know, cardio and running and stuff like that. I mean, if you're actually talking about playing, you know, do that first more than anything. And then, you know, maybe after you, after you start working on that, build up on your skills, too, as far as, you know, stick handling and shooting and stuff like that. Because the cardio is so important, especially when you're playing, you know, at least three games, if not more than that. Yeah, I think the cardio is more important than anything. Yeah. I mean, because it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of hot, and you're gonna do a lot of running. There, it's not really as as technical a game um, as one would think. You know, there's a lot of dumping the ball and and a lot of running. Yeah, yeah, there 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 is there is and. You know the other thing. The other thing is, is when you do get out there, man, keep your fluid levels up. I mean, I've, I was pounding Gatorade and water like it was going outside. Yeah, I, I, I think I went to Walmart and I think I went to Walmart and bought like a twenty-seven pack of water just to, you know, for just for the weekend. You know? Yeah, and I think I think we'll be more prepared in that in that sense. Um, I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my my minivan with me. Uh, bunch of kids style so i'm going to try to load it down with water and whatnot but definitely just be prepared for a lot of heat and a lot of running oh yeah 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 you worry about the skills afterwards yeah that's what i found out too is that i did a lot of cardio beforehand and that gave me the ability to run around a lot but without the cardio you, you can work on your skills and have lots of skills but if you don't have the cardio your skills are only going to last like five ten minutes and then you're burnt out and it can't yeah. hurt to ask your players whether they've been playing defense their entire life because we had Brad because, uh, I mean, and this was my theory, and it was kind of my fault. Um, 
because Mark and I had talked a lot previous to the tournament, and we were kind of discussing things, and I was like, well, in my head, I was like, skinny people should be forwards because skinny people can run more. Right. And we had Brad playing forward the entire time, and then we have uh, some some uh, hockey league games in Jersey and L.A., and Brad is the fucking super defender. Like, oh, Kevin, no. Kevin, Kevin came up to Brad and taps him on the shoulder, and he's like, you can play defense for me anytime. Because I was out there with Brad, and he saved my ass easily three, four, or five times just in the five minutes I was out there. Yeah. He's a, he's a yeah. damn good defender, and we had him playing fucking forward. So he's great on D. Yeah, he's, he's good, and that's where he's going to be this year. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'll take the advice, obviously. I mean, I haven't been around. I, I mean, I think the, the, thing with, the thing with the theory behind the, the skinny guys and, and the running around and everything else, and that's why they were up front, um, the thing that happened with that was Brad also came with uh, the most experience, I think, of anybody. And um, I think in talking with him, I don't know, for whatever reason, I didn't get the, the defense vibe from him talking prior to the tournament. And we just never put him back there just because, you know, the defense, like you said, it was it was the bigger guys. And, and the bigger guy theory was simply, when all else fails, drop down onto the ground. <laughs> in, <laughs> well, front of the yeah, in our defense, Brad is the Dante of this fucking team. Yeah. So, like, hey, so Brad, was, uh, will you wear a bag on your head if it helps? Hey, um, you know, you want me to wear bags? Yeah, yeah, no, like, I never got the impression that, um, uh, you know, that he, you know, he was going to be a better defender. That That's even what he wanted. Um, and, and yeah, no, it was, it, it was misconceived. Like I definitely, cause I mean, I think at the same time, uh, I didn't originally think of myself as, you know, I was going to play forward. Um, but after the first game, I was like, I think I, you know, should, but then I went back to defense, um, for a game, what do you call it for the, for the puck you game. That was also, cause I, at that point, you know, I, I think while I didn't uh, get a stress fracture like you, Brian, um, like my shins were like, I was waiting for my legs to fall off. Like by the third game, I was just done in that regard. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I mean, and, and Daryl just said in the chat, the best thing about the New Jersey and LA games is that we got to see where people wanted to play. And, and, and that is awesome. So in theory, you fuckers would have put me on D also. In theory, but unless you, unless you would have said something like, uh, I want to play, you know, for it. I mean, having, yeah, and I did. Play, having seen you play, uh, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, if you say what you want to do, I mean, because that's the thing when we were drafting everybody. Everybody had an opportunity to say, right. yeah, what the fuck, Brad? <laughs> I, you know, maybe he honestly just didn't know. You know? But, I mean, yeah. that, that's very popular. Like, maybe you don't know what, what your strength is, and someone else has to point out, you know, what it is after the fact. Well, I mean, like you guys said, it was a dictatorship, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, all, I, all I know is that, you know, watching you play, uh, I forget how I described it, uh, but it was like, you, you really, when I was watching some of the video um, that, that went up from the, like, the Reapers Puck U game, I was like, you were just kind of like a, a runaway train. Like you seriously, you just got moving and we're all over the place. And I was just like, good God, look at him. Just go like, and you're a big guy and you were just moving around all over the place. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a sizes thing. It's definitely not a sizes thing now. I know. I know. I was just, I was just fucking with you. Yeah. Um, 
the the thing that I've been working on actually more than anything is dropping some weight. Like so far, I'm I'm personally I'm down about twenty pounds. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working on that, and then you know I'm going to work on the cardio and go from there. I think. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, deal, I'll deal with the skill I have, and then you know got to work on the other things. Well, no, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with you know just you know getting in motion and and and, and keeping oh, yeah. motion. I mean, it's that it's that kind of tenacity that you right. know, a lot of times just you know can take over a, a really good shift. Um, I mean, I think those small people on just the tip prove that oh, just right. on sheer tenacity they won. Oh. You know that and and I can't I, I mean going back to reminiscing the the one blonde chick who did a complete spinorama random toss that went in the net. I still don't understand that one, but uh, it did and it worked. So uh, what are you supposed to do? But, um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I know for me, what, what I want to work on is I want to be able to, uh, to talk when I'm playing, if that makes sense. And I don't mean like, Hey guys, how are you doing? We should play more often. But I mean like actually be able to, uh, you know, communicate with my teammates because getting out on the, the rank, it was all about, oh, I need to breathe. Oh, right, right. Yeah. You know, that that's one thing I, I, I was thinking about the other day is, I, you know, I, I went back and forth on it, and during the Jersey and L.A. games, I, I went without it. But, man, I, I couldn't do it with the mouth guard in. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm think i losing that shit for, for this year. I'm not going to bother with it because I, I couldn't talk with the thing in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I never wore one. In, in Jersey or the L.A. games. But, I mean, in honesty, we've played like 500 minutes, and I've been out there for like 25. Yeah. Oh, what the really, fuck's wrong with you? I don't know, man. It's just I'm fucking – I don't know, man. I see other people out there, they're fucking – like they're so excited. Like, when's my shift? And I'm like, well, go the fuck go ahead. Man. <laughs> you can take my spot. The funny, I'm, like, I'm over on the side talking to Muse and shit. I'm like, I'm just going to talk to Muse for a minute. The funny thing was when you showed up in Brantford um, and we had you we had you out there just practicing in the parking lot and uh, you're, you're sitting there taking uh, I wouldn't call them slap shots but they were like the end result was like a slap shot but the actual swing wasn't um, you were just launching the ball and I just remember like as many things that went through my mind during that first parking lot practice like nothing's gonna get by Ray you know because he's ridiculous in the parking lot. Uh, like, you're sitting there, like, lacing street hockey balls so fast, I'm worried about breaking a window in the hotel, which someone else did, apparently. Uh, you know, I was like, I was like, all right. And then we got to the, the practice facility, or the tournament, and I can't remember what, like, if it was the material on the ground, but, like, what happened? Like, the stick you were using in the parking lot, I just remember you coming up to me and like it's just completely yeah, shredded. Yeah, fucking tore it up. It was, I mean, it was like running it across a cheese grater. It fucked up. So. <laughs> and like that was like that was the end of, of your shot. Like all of a sudden, like it was just gone. It was like, well, that was oh. the only stick I'd ever played with. Yeah. Like I had never touched another stick, and then I was playing with. Not, I mean, and that's no excuse. I didn't like that surface either. The only thing I'd ever played on is fucking asphalt too. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, no complaints, dude. I should have fucking, I should have trained right. I should have ate right. I should have fucking, I should have done what I'm gonna do this year because even a even a slightly out of shape Brian Maxwell is better than a broken Brian Maxwell. Right. I just referred to myself as Brian Maxwell twice in the same sentence, and I'm sorry. It's okay, Brian Maxwell. Hey, hey Brian, I, I I would say fuck the training and the eating right. Just do what you do, man. 
Yeah, uh, my man right there. <laughs> uh, Mike's also on an opposing team, Brad. Mike. I was I wasn't saying that negative. Thing, <laughs> no, man. I was saying that I was saying that man. You know you you know you do all that stuff, man. You're going to lose out on the fun, man. Yeah, no, like, uh, that's that's like I I mean to I uh, for some reason I I just want this year's event to be more like a a freaking Harlem Globetrotters event. Like I want us to be playing, but I want us to be like fucking cracking up on the court. You know what I mean? Like when you kind of play and you just kind of play and pick up. And I I I haven't been to the New Jersey one, so I don't know if it was like that there. But like you know, when you're just playing pick up like basketball and stuff like that. It really was, man. I mean, it it, it was so much fun when everybody just kind of lost their uh, lost their inhibitions and different players from different teams was over here and over there, and we yeah. were just rocking it, everybody cutting up with each other. It was good stuff. Nice. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I want. Like I and I'm hoping and I'm hoping just that the I'm hoping that the new teams get there quicker than we did maybe. Um just because, you know, they'll they'll get to see the environment that, you know, we set up with our teams. Um because we're not all doing it for the first time this year. So what is this advice Ralph is giving? When are we dropping the hotel info? Um, well, on the board, because every team has it. Well, just in general. I, I mean, I, I thought, I thought, uh, Frank, Frank sent an email out, uh, to our team. I think he said beginning of March at some point, you guys yeah, are going to drop it. That was so, the question I got. So yeah, he was, you know, he was warning anybody who hasn't booked yet book, yeah. you know, you know, that way, you know, right on. But yeah, everybody, everybody who's on a team, um, has has that info at this point um so so all the players have ample opportunity i guess to uh to get a room i think that after it, it hits the board anyone who doesn't have a room i mean i have a feeling there will be options you know yeah. um i know that i know that i booked i mean there's always floor space so i, I it, we'll figure it out for anybody who doesn't formally book yeah we we take advantage of a shitload of motherfuckers in a room or at least we have in Jersey in the rooms I was in. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Brad, Brad slept under a motherfucking table at the Red Roof. So. Nice. I've been there. In in LA, I shared a room with Brad, Izzy, and Grace. Oh, I'm sorry. No. No, no. It, it was hilarious. Like, uh, the one night, um, Grace and I actually, without any pre planning, managed to wear matching pajamas. Nice. Yeah. Batman. Nice, even better. Yeah, that's disturbing. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that trip, I shared a bed with Brad. And by shared, Literally I tried shared. to share a, bre- a bed with that motherfucker, <laughs> but he chose the floor. I said, "Come on up here, Brad. I will throw Ryan straight out this bed." And he was like, "I'm good right here." And he tucked his little ass in. It wasn't even long enough for him. He was in a, a fetal position. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I, I used to do that a lot um, with film threat at film festivals. You know, like we'd, we'd get one room and we'd put a bunch of writers in. And I'd let everybody else get the beds. And then, like, I'd be like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool just over here by the chair. I'd, like, tuck myself into a corner, like, uh, by, like, whatever the uh, the computer table is they put in the hotel room. So I think I know where Brad's coming from in that regard. It's comfy. He, he just reminded me. We did spend like two hours in the bed together waiting on the taxi cab. 
take us to the train, and then uh, he took me through the subway in New York for the first time. Which, if I'd have went in that motherfucker by myself, first time, I'd have turned around and walked the fuck out. No way I could have done it. The New York subway is the most intimidating thing that a country boy has ever seen. It's oh, yeah. fucking nuts, I, dude. I'd, I'd picture you like coming out like of the, the subway exit like like Axl Rose and the Welcome yeah, to the Exactly, Central, right? You know, yeah. with, like a piece of straw in your mouth. And... <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> No, I mean, I I think I can I can totally understand how it's completely uh, intimidating, but uh, I think it's one of the most efficient ways to travel. Oh but, yeah, they got me so where amazing. I was going. Like, yeah. In Memphis, I used to ride the bus a lot, and when you get a transfer, you have to go up to the to the desk and get them to punch your ticket or whatever. Which it may not be like that anymore. Yeah. So I've got a I've got a transfer from the. Uh, the train over to a bus and it's a free transfer or whatnot. Yeah. So I go up to the desk and I'm like, Hey man, um, I need to get a transfer over to that bus. And the guy looks up at me like I just stabbed his grandmother on Christmas morning and goes, yeah, it's already on your ticket, sir. <laughs> and I was like, you motherfucker in my head. Cause I was in New York and I <laughs> right. Mama didn't raise no fool to get stabbed in a strange city. Nice. <laughs> no, I mean, at least uh, that's efficient. Like, you got to give them credit for that. Oh, yeah, no, it was it was great, man. And I don't know, everybody always talks about it smelling like piss and everything. It didn't, it wasn't that bad. There was one. Only in the seats you piss on. One train ride that I took with Ryan, it was like 2 in the morning and the whole train smelled like doo-doo. That, that wasn't very good. But that was the New Jersey Transit, so I guess that's different. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I can't, you know, I'm not going to defend New Jersey Transit too much. I can't defend L.A. Transit either, because for a couple of years I had to use the bus system. And You know what our L.A. Transit was? Yeah, what was it? Our motherfucking feet. Nice. Terrible, not nice. You're the Same. only ones walking in L.A. then. I was the or only no, one. Oh, no shit that we walked. Everybody else was like kind of cool, but I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if I'm just fragile. If I'm a puss, I don't know what it is, man, but I had the biggest blisters on my feet from walking for like two hours, and everybody else was like, let's fucking go somewhere else. And I'm like, how about we fucking don't? Well, Brian, that first night, that uh, what was it, Friday night, or the night of the art show, that was fucking ridiculous. Like, well, where were you guys walking show? from? We walked from like the hotel that we stayed at, which I, fuck if I can remember, but we, we walked probably... I don't know. At least Man, a couple walked, miles. Walked really far, dude. Four or five miles at least. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. I was. Oh my Who god. Who suggested that? <laughs> oh, well, I, I, look, I already hammered him on the other podcast. It, it was our tour guide. We'll just say yeah. that. He he sent me. I did. I put him like I didn't really put him on blast as much as I did all the walking. Because I'm a fucking drama queen. We all know this. <laughs> Let's not try to hide it, man. I'm I'm wearing my emotions on my sleeve. Fucking, he sent me an email the next day, and he was like, dude, I'm so sorry about the walk, and I had no idea you had blisters. Fucking next time I'll drive you anywhere you want to go. And I, I sent him a message back. I was like, it's cool, dude. I'm just being dramatic like I always am. But it was fucking crazy. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, there, there's places, there's places like uh, I would consider, because I know that some when people were there for, like, the Vulgarathon in their room, they wanted to go to the Arclight from... um. What do you call it? 
from the, the 101 or Best Western, which I don't think you guys were. I think you guys were the ones at the Hollywood and Highland. But, uh, that sounds right. Yeah, like like that one I, think I would consider a far walk. But I think the um, the art gallery that you guys were at was down was on Melrose. It's over right, we the hot we, we, oh, okay, yeah, yeah we, that's a ridiculous walk. Well, no, we didn't walk from there. We drove to there. But okay. we, we walked yeah, no, from That would have been fucking crazy. Jesus Christ, you trying to kill yeah. a motherfucker with that walk. We walked from, like, uh, that hotel, the the one island and... Yeah, Hollywood Island. Yeah, we yeah. ended up going... We by walked from there to, like, almost to, like, what was to where, like, Amoeba Records is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's... What's oh, my... Age, okay. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to call call you guys out on that one because that walk from there to, like, Amoeba Records is, like, that's where the arc light is. That's not a bad walk. No, you don't seem to understand. Fucking, where, where's the, what's that, when's the fucking Dianetics, the Scientology place? The one, uh, the one up on uh, Franklin? I guess. It took us about 45 minutes to get to that motherfucker. I took a picture in front of that shit, and then we walked for like another hour. Oh, wait, so did you guys, okay. So We, you're, we kept going. We ended okay. up at some big bar, and by the time we got there, fucking, I popped a cab and went back to the hotel. I don't think if you go Hollywood and Highland to Amoeba or the Arclight, it's not a bad walk. But if you guys went, like, elsewhere and then made that, then that would be bad. Yeah. And I walked off to the Man Chinese Theater on Sunday to see fucking Zombieland. My feet was banging, dude. They was throbbing. I, I walked to, well, Man Chinese wasn't bad. That that was a couple blocks away, if that. But, yeah, I walked to Amoeba the next day. And I didn't have a problem then, but like after traveling all day, going to that art show and all that shit, and then having to do that walk, it was that's that's I that's what I think the problem was. Yeah, yeah. And Brad and I, we had to go to fucking Venice Beach to get our room key, and we was walking all over that bitch too. Oh. And I told him, I said we was talking. We were like, as soon as we get here, we're gonna fucking turn around. That's exactly what happened. Man, I really wish I'd have been there because I remember I remember kind of watching the planning that was going on in the threads. And the and the advice is kind of being tossed around, and I was like, I, I don't agree with a lot of it, but uh, I'm not there. So whatever you guys end up doing is what you're going to end up doing. But uh, yeah, no, I totally wish I was there. That would have been fun. Yeah, and I mean, I guess next time I'll know better. Yeah, I'm hoping there's a next time. I really, I really well, the want to the hotel to where we we our final destination was for the fucking Frodo journey. With like eight bucks. Four of us could have fit in that cab and paid two fucking dollars and been there. That's what bothered me so much. Brian, if I knew you were doing that, I would have been right with you, man. I was, oh I was gone. I, you know, it was it was weird because I walked into the I walked into the joint, I turned around and you were gone. That that's the fastest I've ever seen you move. Playing yeah, hockey or playing hockey or not. I was gone. I was out that motherfucker, dude. I didn't even ask questions. It was like, you ain't coming in. I was like, bye. Gone. <laughs> uh, the thing that I missed out on. I want to make new memories. <laughs> what it's all about, man. That's what the 2010 Walter Gretzky Street Hockey Tournament is for. That's right. And the beginning. Then, yes. You know, and then, of course, you get August, you know, right after that, man. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm all about August. I'm really jazzed about that, man. It's, it's gonna be great. But it, uh, where do they go? 
Is that a Counting Crows album, Brad? Fucking Walter Gretzky Street. I think it's ballhockeyinternational.com. Is that right? There's a registration. You can register online. BHI.Brantford.ca or something like that. BHI kind of sounds like you're calling me a bitch, so I'm not sure I like that. (laughs) Let me me see if I can find it. Ballhockey. I think think you're right. I think it is. uh, Yeah, there we go. BHI, Ball Hockey International. It's actually ballhockeyinternational.com brings you there, and then you can click on the Brantford one. And then there you can sign up for the Walter Gretzky tournament. So it's if you want to just go straight to the, the Walter Gretzky tournament sign-in, um, just go to bhibrantford.goalline.ca, and that will get you there. This is for the people who haven't. Uh, registered team yet and registration i'm not sure when it ends do we know the uh the deadline for it yet no but when did it start it started anybody already registered has anybody already registered for the tournament i wonder who was the first thing <laughs> registered for the 2010 why well, I, I have it on a very good authority uh the very first team to register for the 2010 walter gretzky street hockey tournament was the monroeville zombies our team boom, boom. take that shit Yep. Oh. Reaper Mike. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I like uh, what, can, what can you do? There, there can only be one, right? Right. There can only be one, number one. It's it. <laughs> there can be the only one. And then a two. <laughs> and hopefully a hundred and ninety something more. Yeah, what is the what's the record? What what are we aiming for? What's the what's the twenty? I think it, I, I, I thought he was just going for two hundred, just mm. I mean I think it's one ninety three, but I'm probably wrong. That sounds right. Does Brantford have enough tennis courts for 200 teams? Wasn't there a talk of like um, more of like the uh, temporary rinks or something like that? I know. Um, I, I remember Kevin saying something about it, that, that he's going to make sure that, uh, that the rinks look pretty decent this year. But, I mean, who knows? You know, it's, it's all about money and getting that shit together. Because if you spend $10,000 to make $7,000, you didn't make any money for charity. That's true. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's always the, that's always the problem when uh, an event like this gets really big. Because, um, yeah, obviously th- what you want is the money coming in to go towards the charity. You don't want the money coming in towards – because that's, what ha- that's what's happened to, like, um, just to get filmy for a second, the Independent Spirit Awards. Like, the money that comes in for, like, the, the L.A. Film Festival – and that sort of stuff, that sponsorship goes to fund the Spirit Awards, and the Spirit Awards are there to award. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like it's a system where you're handing out awards, but to fund the awards, you have to do something else. And it, it's it's very. It, I think it's similar in the sense that you know, like you're trying to bring in money for one thing, and then you wind up spending way more money than. Uh, and then yeah, the end result is how much money did you make? Not much. So I don't know where I went with that. I got you. Okay. I'm glad somebody did. I shouldn't be allowed to talk this much. Oh, yeah. That's a, as Daryl pointed out, maybe we can get a uh, corporate sponsor like Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines, if you can run, we'll let you fly. Sorry, Kevin. Southwest Airlines, go fuck yourself. I can't fly. And I mean, you know, you don't want to bring nothing to the light that's already dead and, and it ain't even really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fucking 
I'd have lost my shit if I'd have got thrown off a plane. I'd have been tackled by air marshals and tased, and everybody that's been to the Jersey games knows that, like, when I get when I get a little perturbed, I lose my shit and act like a fucking baby. Yeah. I do. And I'm just glad they're not even an option out of here, you know. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Southwest. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed because I obviously am large and um, I've flown with them tons of times. I don't think Kevin's bigger than me. So, yeah, I know I was he's like, not bigger than me. I like because I was I was showing pictures to people. Yeah, like I heard he wouldn't fit, and I was like, bullshit. Look at this picture. And when like, I heard that, yeah, I was like, I was like, what? great. So we're not gonna. Yeah, it's it's a sort of thing. Like the last thing you want, flying is stressful. You know, it's just as stressful enough as it is. And, and, and if I thought that there was an oppor- a possibility that by flying I was going to get tossed off a plane, it, it, yeah, it just completely sours the, uh, the entire situation. It's like, why? It, yeah, it's, it's, it's disappointing. I, Southwest just not yeah. – They dropped the ball, but what not the fuck ever, man? Yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, the picture of him from the premiere, yeah. it, you know, you, you look and go, how the fuck did he get – kicked off a plane. I could see me getting kicked off one of their planes. Christ, man, I'm, I'm fucking a lot bigger than he is. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're also a lot tall. Like how, how tall are you? Six, five. That's, you know, you're tall. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> I don't about, get to stand next to people that are more of a fucking Sasquatch than me very often. But, so I, but truthfully, I mean, I, you know, he was talking about being able to buckle the seat. I often have to use a, an extender on, on some of these, some of these yeah. airliners. And I'd, I, 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 I got the feeling I, I would have been kicked off before he would get kicked off. Right. But again, I'm, I'm just glad they don't fly out of here, so I don't have to use them. Yeah. I did. I mean, I did, I did like that my bags flew free, but I would hate for my bags to fly and not me. So. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, your bags get there, but you don't. <laughs> your, your, your bags are fine. It's like, no, no, your bags will get there on time, sir. But, you know, that, like that commercial where they got like the, uh, the baggage handler saying goodbye to your bags. Meanwhile, you see the fat ass in the window going, that's my plane. <laughs> Southwest, we'll get you there eventually. I'm all about virgin. I wish we had them, man. I was... After someone mentioned them, and I, I looked them up, I'm like, holy shit, man, that, that looks like the airliner to fly. Yeah. I'm all about forward Windstar. Nice. <laughs> there you go. I'm all about the Ford Escape. But, reg- you yellow. know, fucking regardless, we are going to play some hockey. And yeah. Canada. I was going to say, we, we needed Brian to bring us back on point because we're, we're rambling at this point. It's almost like it's a late-night conversation, but it's not. Yeah, Ralph's, Ralph's never going to fly Oceanic, which is good. Um, could you imagine? Ralph's a fucking nerd. <laughs> Ralph's got a Marauder's map. <laughs> that is awesome. I just thought I'd put that out. Wait, okay, so who's guest 10 in the room? From Minnesota. Who's from Minnesota? We have someone. Oh, there, there, there's someone who said that they were going um, to try and come uh, – to the tournament for Minnesota. Okay. Homer, are you on a team? I can't remember. Are you spectating or are you on a team? I apologize if you're on a team. I completely just uh, spaced it. Okay. I think, yeah. I think it may have been a spectator. Oh, okay. Well, who's guest nine then? 
not that the people listening have any idea. Basically, we have a chat room, and there's people you can see their names, and we also have two in there, guest nine and guest ten. I don't know. I closed out of that chat room because oh, of the okay. double sound, so I can't even see it anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay, silly rat. So you're you're a fun employee, though, yeah? We have a fun employee in the house. Well, that's cool if we do. Okay, cool. We got a fun play. I was going to say, I was a little disappointed that we didn't have any of the expansion teams here. But uh, maybe next one we'll actually do it during um, during the week. And Well, I don't know. What's better? Like to do a weekend podcast or do like during the week? Like what oh, that would people actually be around for? Well, I know motherfuckers ain't never on the board on a Friday or Saturday night. So, Yeah, that's true. People have lives. Some of us, I don't know. Ex- apparently, except for the zombies, because <laughs> I got nothing. That's why we're zombie cast. Zombies in one room, right? Yep. And uh, I'd, and Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer after nine because I got like a little one that's running around screaming off and on. So I gotta keep muting my mic and can't really get anything in here. I should just put the kid on the mic. That'll be a later, a later episode. <laughs> Steve's children. Oh, there we go. The zombie children episode. <laughs> right, you can just get your kids in on it too. You don't want my kids to just call assholes. <laughs> well, that actually would be kind of funny. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, oldest boy. Uh, y'all saw him a lot last year when we was doing the stick cam room and shit. Yeah. Like he don't even cuss no more. He just fucking tells me that I do. That's bad words, Daddy. Motherfucker, I know. You don't tell me. Three it's, years old and telling me, hey, you shouldn't do that. It's weird how that transition works. I have a friend who's who uh, his kid's like that. Um, is, is, and it's like militant about it. Like, if he even says, like, sucks, the kid's like, dad. Yeah, when he gets mad at me, he'll say everything's a bad word. I'll say D. Anybody that's a bad word? <laughs> Just messing with you at that point. Yeah, but he's a, he's a dick. <laughs> I love him to death. What the fuck can you do, you know? Oh, that's great. I hope I, I hope to be able to call my children a dick at some point. That would be a lot of fun. You will if you're a good daddy. Or Nimrod. Or Nimrod, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that works, too. Uh, and, and on that note, um, for the people who listened to this and got all the way through it and thought it kind of derailed went all over the place, uh, you know, the next one, hopefully we're going to get some people from the expansion teams in and we'll be able to talk and kind of see where, where their head's at going into the tournament. We've got like 12, 13 weeks until the tournament, so that means we've got 12, 13 podcasts to go. So we're going to uh, try and do it weekly, um, consistently. Uh, I will definitely be here every time. Um, hopefully we'll get some of the captains from the other teams in. We'll be able to get, you know, like Mike, Tim, um, Katie Grace, uh, Frank, me. Who else is out there? Oh, Fucking Travis. Bill, Bob, Sam, Travis, Frank, yeah. Jim, Bob. We, we could maybe Pretty get. Much, hey, man, if you want to talk, just give us a call. Fucking hop cool. Up. I'll just do that. I'll just call you guys. Anytime. You don't have to be a fan of hockey. Just you know what I mean. Just call me. We don't even need to do the talk show. Let's just call each other on Skype and be like, "Hey, <laughs> what are you up to? You want to talk hockey? All right, yeah, that's stupid. Start recording. Hey, so the tournament, huh? Walter Gretzky, you like him? I like him. He's cool. I feel like we need music, too. Oh, that's a good point, too. Point it out. This won't be the cop-out premiere weekend. I still have to go see that this evening. And on that note, uh, I'm going to get off. Wait. Hold on. 
I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah, it's on video right now, dude. You do not want to be getting off on video. <laughs> well, you know, maybe for the right fee. Um, yeah, yeah. Ralph is yeah. Ralph is seeing his captain for the uh, for the first time and is and is already disgusted by his team. That's always good. That's a good start. Gets well, a, need a really pissed. He plays better when he's angry anyway. Unlike exactly. Some people don't, know. don't you think he's already he already knows what he's gotten himself into? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, with you know, with Brian and Ryan, and that's true. With everyone but Brad, me. I mean, come on. That's true. That's true. You should kind of know what's going on. I'm an extra form of lunacy, though, to the team because I'm the one who's going to show up in like a sombrero, you know, wearing my jock strap on the outside of my pants or something. Yeah, that, that wasn't weird at all. Nah. Showing up with a bumblebee helmet and crazy ass socks and shit. That was that was <laughs> those were hockey socks. And, they, and I had full I had full shin guards on underneath there. Given an opportunity, I could have done a couple uh you know, kick slide saves myself, but uh not given the opportunity because I think if I'd have gone down on the ground I'd not gotten back up. How do you feel about wearing the full shin guards? I, it wasn't a problem. Um, huh. I didn't wear them. Yeah, I didn't have any issue with them at all. I, uh, okay. I mean, I had them. The biggest issue I had the entire thing was uh, my damn shoelaces, and eventually I just taped them down. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I, I couldn't imagine running with those on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, didn't I had the big it. ones early, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, with some smaller ones this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I just went. I went to like Walmart and bought like the cheapest pair of soccer chain guards I could find. Yeah. Did you order them gloves that I recommended, Mike? I did. I, I did only only for the purpose. Yeah, only for the purpose of LA. That's the only reason why I got them. Because mm. I didn't want to bring my big ass hockey gloves, you know, on a on a plane with me. I would definitely expensive to wear one time. Shit. I would definitely wear some sort of chain guard. Like I don't know if what I wore was you know, necessary. I don't think so. Obviously, like you're saying smaller stuff, but I mean, I know that on the goal that Mosier scored against us, I know that I pretty much tomahawked his shins uh, trying to defend him from running by. And not because I was aiming for him. I was aiming for the ball, but I missed and instead just came right across his shins. And uh, he wouldn't work. I'm amazed, like, I got so much respect for him being a that tough That motherfucker's a robot, dude. Because I, anyone else, I figured, you know, I just cracked you in half. Because I, it was a pretty hard swing for the ball, and all I, all I got was Shin, and he, he didn't even, like, pause. And, like, he scored and didn't even look at me. Like, nothing, nothing more intimidating than cracking somebody over the shins, and then they go and score and don't even look in your direction. He's one of them tough Canadians. Yeah, no, that was nuts. <laughs> but, but having done that to him... And knowing it's possible for someone to do that to me, I would definitely be wearing something. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, as far as the gloves go, Brian, I, I mean, I'll, those will be ones like I'll, if we have another opportunity to fly out somewhere and play out, uh, right, those right, are the right. ones that are, that'll go with me. But uh, I prefer my regular hockey gloves over them. All right. I, mean, those, yeah, I, mean, uh, I guess that's what you've been playing with the whole time. Uh, oh, yeah. Which brings up a good point. How many, how many sticks are you bringing to Brantford, uh, Mark? Well, I've got two of yours. <laughs> right on. I mean, but I like. So I'm gonna, gonna. Are you gonna bring them? I'm gonna bring yours. Yeah, I'm gonna bring yours. Um, right. I'm gonna bring. I I still have the the one that I used during the entire tournament. Um, I'll probably pick up another a backup for that. 
But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine bringing more than than two. Um, I, I just don't see the need for it. I don't – did anyone – the only person that broke his stick last year was uh, was the Reaper goalie, Tom. No, nah, Brad broke one because he had – Oh, he did? Uh, yeah, he had uh, Brian Johnson sign it at the piston broke. Because I think he – Brian Johnson kind of stepped on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, you know, besides, like, it, it, you know, even if you bring one or two, you know, as uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, Canadian Tire looks like they got a pretty good selection. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, I guarantee you're going to the right place to get, uh, you know. Oh, okay, and as Ralph's pointing out, you know, definitely if you're, if you're listening, you're looking for equipment, hockeygiant.com and hockeymonkey.com are uh, great sites, and they yeah. are, yeah. I will back that up. So HockeyGiant.com and HockeyMonkey.com. And also, you know... I'm pretty sure that's where I got all my gear for uh, yeah. last year. You can usually find promo codes, too. If you're if you're nifty with the Google, you can get a discount. If you're not, fucking um, find me on the board and PM me or, or send me an email, um, and I'll, I'll search them out for you. You can usually find a 10 to 15% discount to, to both those places. Which is good. Oh, yeah, I'm all about 10% discounts. 10% can be very good. So, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, think, I think we've, we've, uh, we've, we've exhausted the first hockey, one. So I think now would be a, a good time to, to call an end to it as we're actually speaking about hockey. Again. So I will, I will say this just to derail it a little bit off of hockey, but it's, it's still – I, I got to say I am impressed, Brian, with your, your subtle podcast professionalism. Um, like, like I can, I can sense it. And it's like, I know when we're really getting off topic and really going someplace. Cause you know, all of a sudden I'll hear a very subtle and the Brantford tournament is great. Like something will come out of your mouth. It's like very much like, come on, bring it back around. I know you can do it. I'm like, this, this is a man who knows how to do podcasts. Like I'm impressed. Like, well, I'm I mean, I'm, I can't, I can't seem to improve at hockey. So I'm not as well improved <laughs> podcasting. Yeah. No, I listened to the latest one today. That was a lot of fun. Oh, come on, you shot better. That shit was crazy, dude. <laughs> that shit's all true. You know what, though? That's fucking, um, and I, I can't say it on the other podcast because we don't really go back and dwell on the shit, but there's a there's a moment in one of, and I can't remember which one it was. I think it's the end of the year podcast. Um, And Ryan was like, tell the people, you know, kind of wrap up your year of what you think about the podcast. And I fucking was like, hold on one second. And I Googled Independence Day speech. And that shit popped up, and I rocked it, dude. It's so good. And every time I listen to it, I think I rehearsed that shit. That shit was off the cuff. First go, nailed it. But nobody would ever know, so I'm going to say that shit right now. All right. <laughs> but I enjoy doing it, man. I like I like, I like talking to, to, to people, man. I like, I like the fact that people listen. And I hope, I hope we get a good... Uh, a good group because you know it started out kind of slow last year with the with the hockey podcast. Yeah. Um, but they definitely they they always get better. I mean, yeah. Anything you do the first time is it's it's not going to be perfect. You know, you have fucking problems. So we'll uh, we'll definitely improve. Perhaps next time we'll be like, hey fellas, what are we going to talk about? Right. Over the next two hours instead of just like click. What's up, man? Hadn't talked to you in for fucking ever. Great. Well, it's zombies in Brantford. It's 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 a sort of thing where like originally, but that's the thing. Like originally, it was supposed to be you and me, and uh, you know, between the two of us, 
and then but the, the, having every so many other zombies in the room, it's it's hard not to to reminisce, especially when you can see like the reactions of people. So, right, right. I guess we we should probably take some sort of try to get some sort of gauge on what uh, what day and time uh, some of the folks will be available. Because yeah. I'm pretty much I'm good to go anytime. I've got a I better say thank you to my wife who uh, is in the house right now. I'm out in my shop with a laptop. Oh. And, uh, she said, uh, when I, as soon as I got off work, man, I was like, do you mind if I go out here for a couple hours and leave you with these badass kids even more? And she was like, fucking go. Do your thing. Nice. So big ups to her, man. And she'll be there. You need to meet her. I'm bringing the kids. Nice. Fucking Kevin Brantford rolling into Brantford. That's going to be a, a pretty sweet moment for me. Nice. Uh, sentimental about the dumb shit like that, you know? No, that's going to be that's gonna be awesome. Like, I can't... I can't wait to get the uh, figure out where those signs are so you can get the uh, the pictures taken. Yeah, and you know, I'm just anybody that's kind of on the fence, man. Like you know, buddies that play hockey and you want to fucking you want to play some hockey, man. This is this is the this is the time to do it. Grab your buddies, man. Share a hotel room. Get you a team for this for this tournament. And if you see me walking around, I'm loud. You can't miss me. Come up. And say what's up, man. We'll have some good conversation. I'll buy you some chicken wings. Just I, I, can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the first. I can't wait for the first. God damn it, Mike! Look here, man. All right, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Sorry, you got me now. Um, I can't wait for the first uh, Brian Maxwell meltdown with his entire family there. Those are those are fucking legendary. Oh yeah, Mike's seen it. I've seen it, man. <laughs> it was. I cleared a motherfucking hotel room in Jersey. <laughs> you cleared a hotel room. I thought you were going to run into a hotel room in your van. Man, you scared the shit out of me, man. <laughs> Is that because of the Titans were losing? Uh, no, that was the. I think that was the catalyst, and then it just it just kind of piled up from there, Steve. You know, that's what bothers me the most about that. It, entire situation because I hadn't seen one second of that football game. I had no idea what the score was because in New Jersey uh, they play the Giants games on the radio, but not the Jets. And that's who they were playing. I missed an, the entire first half. And that's why I was pissed because it never should have happened. But it's, you know, that was a, that's just one of them things where my wife fucking we had a miscommunication and she's a, she's real Dante so to speak, and she knows how I am, and she's learned that it's just easier to fucking roll her eyes and walk away from me because I'll blame everything on everybody. I'm pretty sure I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> it's never been my fault. So I don't know why she stays with me, man. I love that damn woman. But thank you for fucking reminding me about the Titans getting their ass handed to them that weekend. That's, that's yeah. good. And you know, then took me to a fucking bar full of Jets fans. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! That bar oh. sucks. <laughs> My friend took me to a, a bar, a Patriots bar for the uh, the Super Bowl when it was Patriots Eagles, um, and then we walked around the block after the game was over and found the Eagles bar. That was heartbreaking. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> so I was like, I had to sit there and just suffer through that game, and uh, yeah. And then we went around the corner and, and commiserated with the Eagles bar, which was like not even two blocks away. I was like, why the fuck didn't we go here first? Then again, more so, I was like, why the fuck did we go out? Like, why I just watched the Super Bowl at home? Yeah. But, but yeah, so what I was 
getting back to is the Brantford. I want to I want to see a Maxwell meltdown there too. Can't wait. That's all the reason to come, people. Exactly. Find me and watch me fucking lose it when I'm trying to talk to somebody and my kids keep going, daddy, 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 daddy. Motherfucker, I can't take the 12 of them shit. <laughs> I want to see a, a, a meltdown on the court. I don't know if I've got that in me. Yeah. I don't see that happening. We'll see, though. Another motherfucker, like, if that cat would have got crazy with me like he did TJ. Oh, yeah. No. I'd have lost my, I'd have fucking slashed that some bitch. That's that's one of my uh, it's one of my favorite my favorite moments is uh in that game is when uh Timmy Timmy decided just to finally body check the guy into the into the fence like that was like I was like all right you know someone sometimes you got to get you got to get the physical back with them jokers because you know the thing is don't expect for the rules that you read to be the rules when you get there. Every ref has different rules. Yeah, every 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 game seemed to be a little different as far as what was going on. That's what that's what was great about the guy who did the Puck U games. Uh, he was amazing. Us. He he was great. He you know and the the games the games that he got the ref with, with us like, he were almost to check Puck U, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I forget I forget who he told, but he yeah, he told somebody just to just to check, uh, I think it was Johnson. Or no, he said he wouldn't. He wouldn't do anything if he did check him. I forget who he told that to. Well, that that may have been. I mean, because well, like Brian and Malcolm, man, they were they were pretty physical themselves. Yeah. I was I was amazed watching back some video on how how much how physical they were. Like in Johnson the corners, was slamming motherfuckers in the corner, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was brutal. Yeah, I, I was kind of waiting. I was kind of waiting for him to come after me and see see what happened. No, he told. I think he told um, little Brian Maxwell that he could go ahead and get like airborne. Oh, Johnson. Oh, the Paul show. Yeah, like I think I think he was yeah, like yeah. he he told him like you can totally you know get a full head of steam and, and get airborne on Johnson if you, if you want to. Yeah. You know, I think I think that ref though, he you know, he, he enjoyed the games, you know, with us because they were almost a break for him because Yeah. Man, you you watching some of the other games that he had to ref, you know, in like before the games that, you know, we participated in. Yeah. Man, some of the shit that he had to put up with with some of those guys was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yeah, he ended up having yeah. to throw one guy out because yeah. um, they were and this is a you gotta you like you gotta realize and this is why um Mike talks about he didn't have so as much fun as he could have, certainly, because it was there was a, a fucking win at all costs, and if you don't win, it's your fault and you suck and you should be better type mentality that the Reapers kind of had for a little while there. And uh, some of those cats were just giving him the business, like all kind of dirty names, and, 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 it, and it was fucking crazy. And he was really cool with that cat. He was like, hey, dude. Calm down, Ada. Calm down. Then he told him he was like, "If you say anything else, like I'm gonna throw you out of here." And the guy just runs by him, flips him the bird, and and I'm not even gonna repeat it. And we know I'm foul mouth, but I mean, he called him like some repulsive shit, like just offensive as fuck. And there's kids. I was gonna say, where up did, against the fucking wall? Where does that come from, though? Like when you're playing, yeah, in front of children, like, yeah. I yeah, I don't for charity. 
I don't get it, dude. I, 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 yeah, I mean, there's competitive, and I understand competitive, and there's and there's even ultra competitive, and I understand ultra competitive, but that's another level that's neither. And I just wanted to correct you, Brian. It wasn't the Reapers win at all costs. It was the Reaper winning at all costs. <laughs> right on. I got you. My bad. My yeah. Bad. We don't yeah. want we don't want to lump y'all into that. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Fucking guy. No, I, I'm. I, if anything, I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to meeting all the teams, but I'm looking forward to hanging out with uh, with a lot more of the Reapers than I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing about the Jersey games and the LA games. Like, I didn't hang out with the with the, uh, Jim McCutcheon, and he's an awesome dude. I I, I, I really got to know Mott and uh, 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 Frank. Me and Frank are like that's my dude, man. I love Frank to death. Uh, Timmy. Timmy Vicentine, that's my dude. Um, well, we were I mean, just yeah. talking about that the other day. Is like, I mean, I was almost non-existent yeah. in Brantford. Right, right. We and, didn't even we didn't even speak. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I said, uh, yeah. I think I talked to you like the last well, the last night I was there, which I think was Sunday night. You know, in the hotel, like at the bar, for like a minute or two, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I think I talked to like everybody once, but yeah. That's kind of the main thing that I'm I'm really looking forward to is just getting to uh, getting to have the Brantford experience with uh, with people that I've come to know and love over the last year. Amen. Now I'm getting oh. all, I'm getting all drama queeny and shit. I told you we should have wrapped this shit up 15 minutes ago. We tried. <laughs> I, I mean, we keep trying. It's uh, okay. We're, we're finally gonna do it now because I, I really want to get out to a cop out screening before it gets too late. Yeah. I, I think it was great. I think it was great that, that we actually managed to come back and actually talk about the tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, people are gonna listen to this. It's it's the sort of thing where I'm like, uh, th- but this is how the podcast was last year too. Right. Like right. Yeah. Tournament. He'd end at the tournament, and there'd be about an hour chunk in the middle where it was just gibberish and calling Grace a whore. And you know, I like this year better because I can just talk instead of having to be unmuted by a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I listened to most of them except for really like the last part of the last one. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. At that point, you're like, I don't want to hear anymore. Right. Yeah, I understand. I get it. I, I get it. Because I was just like, what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I hear you, and and rightfully so, yeah. and yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, for speaking in this podcast this evening, and and uh, any of you want to come back for the next one, please do. Um, like I said, I'm I'll hoping- do my best to be here for all of them. Yeah, uh, nice. but I mean, I'm just I know that it's really hard for me to even find time. Yeah. Uh, to record with the other one, but I'm, you know, fucking. This one has the advantage of actually knowing if we can get a set date and time. Yeah. I can, I can, I can probably be because I, I really enjoy just talking about the whole Brantford experience. Um, because if if people didn't listen last year, man, it's 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 not like it's a it's not a Rudy or a invincible story, but I mean, I like to think that my story uh, from last year's tournament today is a fucking it's a uh, what's the, what am I looking it's not not redemption story but like kind of a rags to riches uh, emotionally because yeah. I wasn't it's not like I was like I said I wasn't all depressed and shit like that I just wasn't social right. I didn't I didn't know much about the world man and I've like like I'm a I got a we got a real good buddy Malcolm Ingram 
And I mean, like, I just crack him up because, like, I tell him about the South, and he's like, I love the South. And then we'll start talking about some people I know, and he's like, Yeah, that's crazy. And he'll, you know, I'll tell him about how my dad was prejudiced and racist and everything else. And it's just, I kind of look at it, um, I don't know, proudly, triumphantly, just like how far I've come from knowing you people. Like you people have made me a better person. And and it's all because of this ball hockey tournament, man. Um, I'm so thankful. I'm thankful to Kevin Smith. I'm thankful uh, to Jennifer Schwalbach. I'm thankful to Ming Chen. I'm thankful to Mark Bell. Um, uh, uh, just everybody that's involved, Walter Gretzky, everybody that had anything to do with it, man, of, of opening their arms and saying, you know, if, if you're a good dude, we're good people, then let's be good people together. So if you're good people, come hang out with us. If you're a crook or a swindler or a shit talker, we ain't got no time for you. Stay at home. But if you want to be, if you want to be with good people, man, come hang out. Come to this tournament. It's not that expensive if you get a team together, and you're gonna fucking you're gonna enjoy yourself. I promise. Your your story and what you've gotten out of out of it over the last year is just amazes me. Because I mean, I've I've gotten a lot of great memories and stuff out of it, but man, it seems tenfold for you, Brian. It, it really does, and it's amazing to hear you talk about it. It really is, man. It's just I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, man. It's just it's awesome, and it's it's. It all started with the Walter Gretzky street hockey tournament. I, you know, I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about like the, the entire podcast and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to edit it and just put the last part (laughs) and that'll be it. Because like, that's that that right there. That's the entire point. So it's just like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's great to, yeah, no, it's great to hear how much, the tournament did for people and, and how much it, it continues to do. And, and yeah, like as Brian has said a couple of times, like I can't wait for the new people to go through it as well. It's like, I just, I just can't wait to see how everybody, and, and, you know, I haven't, because I haven't been around the New Jersey and the LA games. I don't, I, I, I haven't talked to everybody and I haven't seen where they've come, not just from hockey experience, but just kind of like just seeing how everybody interacts and how friendly everybody is with each other. And like, You're almost kind of like a new person. I am, in a, I am in a way, yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it, which is really weird. I, I'm really, I'm just really looking forward. To, I we mean, have picked up a lot of regulars that weren't in Brantford last year. Yeah. Oh, like Travis, you know, and Alan. Well, Alan was there, but I mean. Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play. and Alan was know. in Brantford? Yeah, he yep. was, man. See, I had no idea. See, you barely talked to me. You didn't know Alan was there. Where the fuck were you, man? Honestly, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Ryan, I probably I wouldn't have met as many people as I did because there was a there was a party in one of the rooms and I was just hanging out in my room with the uh, the captain of the fun employees and uh, Mike Dunn, who's a zombie, and we were having a great time and, and I just I was like fuck it, dude. I'm I'm nervous meeting new people. I don't know none of these people. And Ryan come back you know my door like the fucking police, and he made me come out of room like it's weird because the kid's not even 21 yet um and he kind of uh i, I can't wait till he is well actually we'll get into places we'll be able to get into the dublin <laughs> in fact he really like he he's i don't know he's the catalyst to the whole thing i think and i mean i guess everything happens for a reason i don't fucking know but uh last year was just so perfect man it really was 
Nice. All right. I think we're done. The cry. Yeah, we're we're done. We're gonna end it. We're gonna end it on the uh the positive emotional note. And uh we'll be back next week where we'll say on the VSQ board when and where and um and yeah, hopefully Brian and, and everybody will be back and we'll get some more people. I really like I really wanna get some of the the people from the uh the expansion teams in here and chatting too because I wanna I wanna hear what their where their minds at going into this and just kinda just, you know, experience that again. So uh Thanks, everyone, for listening, and um, talk to you next week.